Hey guys, welcome to the show. Today we're going to be talking about social proof. If you like what you hear, be sure to like and subscribe and share with your friends. Now let's get right into it. Social proof is the idea that if other people are doing something, then it must be the right thing to do. It's no secret that people tend to follow the masses. Every day of our lives, we're being led unconsciously back and forth by the example of people. And most of the time, we don't even realize that this is happening. Humans are a social species. And throughout our entire history, we've been dependent on one another for all different kinds of things. Most of the ways that uh, social proof manifests itself is actually pretty beneficial, but there is a danger in blindly following the crowd. Uh, that probably goes without saying, but this especially is bad when we don't realize that we're doing it. The example that I've heard in every single psychology class I've ever taken and every single book I've ever read that talks about social proof and some that don't, uh, they use the same example. So I'm gonna, you, be a victim of social proof here. I'm going to do what everybody else does, and I'm going to give you the exact same example. Um, and this is about the murder of Catherine Genovese. This is in New York back in the 60s. She was on her way home from work, and she was murdered. What was crazy about it is that the killer attacked her three separate times. Um, each time she started screaming, and the, the noise uh, got the attention of all of her neighbors. There's uh, 38 people that were witness to this. They turned their lights on, and the killer got scared because he shows all the lights coming on, and so he runs off. But then he realizes that nobody's coming to help her. So he came back. He attacked her three times before he finally killed her. Um, and no one tried to help. No one even tried to call the police. It was a very violent, very loud, very public thing. And obviously it's a horrifying story. It's, it's, it's terrible. But it highlights something pretty interesting about human nature. And the the idea that nobody, nobody even tried to help or even call the police um, is, is a super interesting thing. And uh, Robert Cialdini talks about this in his book, Influence. He describes the phenomenon, which he, I, I think he started the phrase, uh, it's called pluralistic ignorance. And it, you don't have to remember that, but what it means is basically, this is what happens when so social proof causes groups of people to not react to an event that really warrants a reaction. So let me illustrate it with an example. Imagine you're walking down the sidewalk, you're in a large group of people, and then suddenly you see somebody stagger and slump over unconscious in an alleyway. You might be concerned, but it's an unusual situation. You probably don't really know what to do, right? Like you're not even sure that they need help. Like it could be a, a, a drunk that's just going to sleep. That could be the local hobo. Like you, you don't know, right? So you look around at everybody else. Did you guys see that? You know, I mean, let's imagine you're not talking to people, but like everybody just kind of looks around like, you know, what do I do? And you see everybody's kind of, you know, nobody's terribly alarmed. So you kind of decide to do nothing, right? Nobody else is helping. So it must not be that serious. If there's all these people here, somebody should you know, do something if there's actually anything wrong. Since, since nobody's doing anything, there must not be anything wrong, right? You don't have the past experience to draw on. And psychology makes a prediction that proves to be alarmingly accurate. There's been a lot of studies done on this. If you're unsure about what to do, you look around at everybody else, right? The thing is that everybody else is looking around at you the same way. Nobody knows what's going on, so they look for validation from each other. And since everybody has this blank stare of, I don't know what the hell is going on, then everybody just assumes that everybody's calm and that means everything's okay. And it's kind of this fallacy, like, because you don't realize that they're looking to you for the, the exact same information. You just kind of think that you're looking to them, right? So this pluralistic ignorance, it's really hard to say by the way, I don't, I don't know why he came up with that, it, it, but pluralistic ignorance, 
it might seem like a foreign concept because you know nobody likes to think that they would act that way. Everybody likes to think they would be the hero. They would step in, they would step up and do something, right? But study after study shows that this just isn't the case. It's not. It doesn't happen. We look to people around us unconsciously for guidance all the time. And a lot of times, don't get me wrong, a lot of times this is a really good thing because we don't know everything, right? And this this leverages the idea that as a, because as a group, we can do a lot more, we can accomplish a lot more than we could as individuals, right? The problem is that we get these cases of the blind leading the blind. And it's also not a secret that advertising companies have gotten pretty damn good at taking advantage of us in this way, right? And social proof is such a powerful tool. It, it's it's normal now for commercials to show uh, other people enjoying a product, and that seems kind of seems right. Well, well, duh. Of course, of course, I do. But a lot of times, uh, commercials didn't used to do that. They would just they would have these weird, you know, cartoon like or animated things that kind of showcase a product, but they don't actually they didn't always show people using it. But what they realized is that. Even if we know that these people are actors, they're being paid to pretend to use this and to be satisfied with it, it still affects us on an unconscious level because this is hardwired into our DNA. This is a genetic thing that we are just, we're, we're built for this. We're, we're wired. This is the way that our brain's operating system works, right? And more often than not, we don't consciously realize that we're being influenced by other people like this. Uh, we, we don't realize that it's triggering these this herd instincts that we have. And we definitely don't want to admit it. Uh, but that's okay because marketers will just keep taking advantage of us and we'll just sit around in, in denial. Uh, but it, it's really interesting to note that the people that are the most similar to us are the ones that have the greatest impact on us. The ones that actually uh, have the most influence over us in terms of social proof. So if I was thinking of, um, I don't know watching a movie or reading a book series or something, let's say a book series. And, you know, I see an advertisement for this book series that, uh, is somebody my age. They, you know, look similar to me there in, in certain ways. I'm more likely to connect with that person and think, okay, well, if they enjoy it and they're probably similar to me, then that, that logically means that I should enjoy it as well. Right. As opposed to if it's like, if it's a 14 year old girl that's enjoying her, you know, romance novels, that's not going to have the same social impact on me. It's not going to have the same influence because I don't have really anything in common with that type of person, right? Uh, but we see this with uh, clubs that have the longest lines, the, the really packed, crowded restaurants. A lot of times, the food's not even that good, the music's not that good, the drinks are way too expensive, and they're not that special. So why do these places get such awesome ratings? Well, because there's so many people there, it must be good. And so we convince ourselves to follow the masses and that, okay, well, it must be good. So to protect ourselves against this social proof, which I mean, ultimately there's not really any way to totally protect yourself, even though you know that the actors in a commercial are actors, that doesn't stop it from encouraging you to buy that product, right? Um, you might think it does, but it, this is an unconscious thing that's happening, right? Uh, the other thing is if um, if you're trained in the situation, like if you were a medical worker or first responder and you see that hobo slash stroke victim pass out, you, like you have, you know what to look for. You know what you're doing in that situation. So you're not looking to, for other people for that social proof. You're not looking to them for answers. You just go take the initiative and go check on this person, right? And uh, if it turns out that they do need help, the good news is that this works in the opposite direction. 
So just like everybody was looking around and saying, okay, well, nobody's helping, so there must not be a reason to help. Once one person starts to help, usually that starts a domino effect and people are extremely responsive. People, people will absolutely stop to help. It's just that you have to actually get the ball rolling with it, right? So let's talk about the moral of the story. How do we actually hack this? How do we use it ourselves? Because a lot of books, a lot of classes, they, they teach psychology and it's super interesting, but they don't really tell us how to apply it. So that's what I want to do for you guys. I want to make sure that you guys walk away with actionable things like, what can I do today to, to use this, right? How can I make my life better with this today? And it's super basic, but I hope you understand why it's important. Now, essentially, it's just you have to be very careful about the company that you keep. Um, you've probably heard that you're basically the sum of the five people that you spend the most time around. Now you know why, because you're going to imitate these people. They're going to pull you in this and that direction. And it's mostly unconscious. If it was a conscious thing, it wouldn't be a problem. But it's, it's unconscious. It's these subtle ways that we start to just imitate everyone around us. We start to become more and more like them if we spend time around them. Because we're looking to them for answers. Even if we know intellectually that they don't have any knowledge that we don't. But if you're trying to be successful and you only hang out with people with no ambition or motivation, they're going to bring you down. And that seems like common sense, but people, they don't, they don't follow this because they don't really understand how deep of an impact this concept is. So I hope you guys apply this. I hope you go out there and learn it. Uh, there's no point in listening to this if you don't apply it. So hopefully it was entertaining and informative. Come back to see me real soon. If you guys like this, be sure to share with your friends, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Bye.